Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Okay, here we are. Welcome to this week's episode. This is going to be a fun one because not only do I have Sarah back, I had Sarah on the show a while back, uh, I don't know, about six months ago. Sarah's my 14-year-old. She's a freshman in high school, and she has been homeschooled her whole life. So she's going to share some thoughts from her perspective. But today, we have a special guest all the way from Alabama. And you know what? This kid is so cool, and he hasn't been homeschooled. So that's why I love having his opinion, too. So I, what I want to do is I'm just going to ask him some questions about teens. Oh, yeah, you have a name. Alex. My name's Alex Ray. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Alex is my nephew. My sister, Mandy, who's on the show, you might remember that one because we giggled a lot. And Alex is her oldest. So, um, you know, I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Tell me some things that you think are stressing kids out today. Both in the public school and homeschool. So, Alex, you go first. What do you think? Are, what do you think stressing kids out today? Well, I mean, uh, in public school, there's a lot of drama that happens. There's a lot of uh, time management that needs to be put in. Like you have uh, sports, and you have like certain uh, certain time periods you can do stuff. Uh, see, I play football and baseball for Homewood High School, and uh, we have practice from we get out of school at three ten every day from eight to three ten. And um, we get a practice from 3.30 to 5.30. And so, I mean, and I usually go to bed at like 10 o'clock. So between that time period, I shower, I eat dinner, and I do my homework. So, I mean, if other people like do band and like do spangle and stuff, like they would have to get home later. Um, some people get home at like 9.30, which um, they don't end up going to bed till like 3.30 or so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and they still have to do homework and stuff, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um. And I feel like like the sleep deprivedness that uh, people have yeah. it just puts them in a bad mood, and it uh, just uh, I, you know, I think that's funny, and I, I think you're so right because when kids are sleep deprived, when adults are sleep deprived, it really does change everything about your behavior. I yeah. see it all the time, of and and so I think um, I think that can be with homeschool kids too, time management yeah. because they're just as busy. It's so funny. It's kind of that thing whether uh, I think the culture thinks, hey, you know, homeschool kids, they have all the time in the world. Public school kids have so much to do. I think both, I think it's different because yeah. homeschool kids have a little more flexibility a lot yes, of times, sure. but you do still have a big, crazy schedule. Um, Sarah, what do you think stresses out teenagers today? Same. You think same? You think it's a schedule? Yeah. Um, what about, okay, I'm going to go to the obvious. What about the stressors of social media? Like, I see that. I see kids stressing out over, you know, what photo to post, how they look in the photo, how many likes they have. Is that as, is that as big of an issue as we parents think that it is? Um, I mean, yeah, because girls are so, like, girls and guys are so worried about what their image is on social media. Yeah. Social media. Um, because, I mean, you want to look the greatest, you want to be the prettiest, you want to be the, the cutest. I mean, if you're, it's all about an image nowadays. It's 2018. It's all about an image. It's all about an image, 2018. Sarah, what do you think from a girl's perspective? How is it? Mm-hmm. You have to have, like, perfect body or perfect face. You have to have, like, a perfect smile. And I feel like it's pressure if you, like, don't get enough likes or if you don't have enough followers. Even with guys, too, I feel like they have pressure on social media. So what do you think we as parents can do to help that? Like, it stresses me out to see. Like, I'll watch a group of girls 
Um, and I see it all the time. I'll watch a group of girls take a picture and, it, and they'll retake it and they'll retake it and they all have to check it and they all have to check it again to make sure it looks okay before it gets posted. And then they want to know who liked it and how fast they liked it and, you know, who liked it first and how many how many liked it. What, what can parents do to help kids deal with that kind of pressure? Is there anything we can do? I mean, like, not, I mean, if you just, like, it's not so much a parent standpoint where they can help, but, I mean, like, it's just where taking it away almost. So it's like if you take that away from them, they're not so worried about who sees them or what, what sees them. Because, I mean, like, once you put stuff on the Internet, it's out there. Forever. Like, anybody can get it. Forever. That includes, right? like, Snapchat. Yes. Twitter. Yes. Kick. Twitter. Anything. Can we just talk about Twitter? Because I had no idea Twitter was so nasty yeah, until awful. recently. Yeah. I was shocked um, when I pulled up something and I could not believe what was out there. So if you, I know most of you who listen to the podcast have younger kids, but I think it's so important you start healthy habits with them young. I say it all the time. It's a heart issue for me because it's going to be hard to protect them from everything. Your kids will find access. If it is something they want to see, they will figure it out. They truly are smarter than us adults. I, I just believe that. But I think it's a heart issue. You have to teach kids to also learn how to turn it off, to not go search it, to yeah. realize that that's not good for the heart. That's not going to get them where they want to go in adulthood, you know, sitting and looking at whatever Snapchat a girl has. Um, but I'm blown away by how much is out there. Y'all just mentioned a term to me. What did you just mention? A jewel? A jewel. I don't know what that is. I think I'm the hippest mom of all 50-year-old hip moms. I always And I know nothing. And that's what I realized. But I'm so thankful I've got kids who will tell me. And they'll say the hard stuff to me. And they fill me in on what's going on um, in our homeschool community. Just this week, kids got kicked out of their hybrid school for having weed in their backpack. I mean, if you think because your kid is homeschooled that they are not exposed to this stuff... You've got to be prepared. They are. What about public school, Alex? What are the What are the kids faced with that they're? Um, is it drugs? Is it sex? Is it? Um, what is it? What is the big thing that you see kids struggle with? I mean, it's all of the above. It's, yeah. I mean, like it's it's once you get into, once you get into high school, um, like I remember as like a like I was in elementary school. Yeah. I thought. I mean, like I just thought it was like it wouldn't come at me this fast. At really. All. And it, it would I mean like if I was thinking more down the road like college, yeah. like college, you know, like even after college, like going to concerts when I'm like twenty five, yeah. twenty six. But no, I mean like it's getting to the point where it's like getting younger and younger. So when's and the younger. if you don't mind sharing and I, there's no judgment, so because my kids, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you when I went to a Journey concert. You even know who yeah, Journey yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. When I was in the fifth grade and I got offered weed in the fifth grade, yes. um, I did turn it down, but I did get offered it. I mean, no, that I mean, early because like, people go after young kids. How early were you exposed to that? If can you remember how um, far back I mean, before you at least were heard about it or saw yeah, somebody yeah, do yeah. it or yeah? Um, but I was like in a, it was like a sixth grade, maybe. sixth grade, sixth yeah. grade. I was on on a ski trip. In Colorado, okay. And I was only I was on a ski lift with two different strangers, and they're passing or passing around like this like pin or so. It yeah. Might have been like a vaporizer. It might have been like a dab pin or so. Yeah. And like um, there you want to hit, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't. I didn't know what that was. Right. And I mean, like it, like it could have been like something that could have, like possibly could have been laced with something. Could have killed you. Could yes. Have killed me, we have a friend spot. who that's exactly what happened to her son. Somebody laced his. Uh, whatever his drug of choice was, but they laced it with something and he's now dead. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, at twenty two. 
it's like it's scary stuff. It is. It's it's scary stuff. I mean, like, I know a guy that um, he bought some stuff from some kid uh, at school, and he uh, ended up doing it uh, one night, and um, he uh, overdosed. Yeah. Like, it was it was it's sad. Again, I put it back, um, what do you think, Sarah, too? Because you're in a different community homeschool, but I know you've been exposed to the same thing. You, I mean, probably not to the same degree, but do you want to talk about it? I just have to, like, agree. There's still, like, you're going to find a way. Like, kids are going to figure it out. Yeah. There's always people everywhere you go. Okay, so you to the same stuff. back as parents, what what can we do to support you? Like, how can we help you... Um, be strong in those moments and know, you know, because there's this, there's this rule of thought. Some parents think, Alex and Sarah, I know we've talked about this, that, hey, as a parent, we should be our kid's friend. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not that person. Yeah, I don't think man, I should you, be you don't need to be your friend. I think I need to be your parent. But being your parent, still, I want to be accessible that you can talk to me about anything and know that that you are loved unconditionally no matter what. That is my number one rule. I think that's what's important is, like, go to your kids and be honest and, like, talk with them and, like, understand, but you still need to parent them. You can't just be their friend because they have friends that can treat them like friends, but you need to parent them. But also, like, be willing to talk about it before you, like, parent them, you know? Like, hear where they're coming from. Yeah. And then, like, step in as a parent. Well, um, I mean, you got to think about it, like, Parents nowadays, like, they did the same exact things that we, like, we as, like, teenage kids are doing when they were younger as well. I mean, that's what my, my dad was telling me. It's like, dude, and my, and my mom, like, everything you've done, I've done it. Right. Like, I mean, like, they've been in the same shoes that I've been. And then, like, they told me, like, one night that, they've, like, I decided to go with some friends and, like, it just, something went wrong that to call them and, like, just come pick me up and... No questions asked. Right. I mean, like it's like it's the, it's the point where like they're more worried about my safety. Yeah. Than they're worried about um, grounding me or get or uh, busting me. I mean, like if it like yeah, it's got to be different when you get older too. Yeah, I mean, you guys are. I mean, I know Sarah's fourteen. You're seventeen, almost. Are you almost seventeen? Almost eighteen. I'm almost seventeen. Almost seventeen. So you know, it's a little bit different between you two because you're driving. Sarah's not quite yet, so you have a little more access to that. But also with that, it's a little more danger. I mean, yeah. the parents listening, their kids aren't most likely driving yet. But I'm telling you, as a mom, it is terrifying when your kids drive. Oh, yeah. So the thought of your kid getting in the car and driving drunk because they're so worried about their parents, if you do it's anything to avoid that, it. it's not worth it's it. Not worth it's it. not worth it. So 100%. as a parent, um, it sounds like you're saying what you want from us is you you know there have to be rules and boundaries. You're not asking to do away with those, but you're asking to be if you do make a mistake that we'll be there to talk you through it, work you through it, help you through it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, that's the way that we've tried to do that as well. What about the whole relationship drama? Can we talk about that for a minute? Um, again, two different phases. Sarah's 14. Alex, your 17 boy girl here. How do we as parents help you understand? how important it is to treat um, other young ladies, young men with respect. Because I think a lot of parents aren't teaching kids to respect the other person. And physically, when we go into the physical stuff, how do you teach how important that is to make decisions on what you do physically with somebody? Well, I mean, like, me as a 17-year-old kid, Yeah. I mean, I'm already at the point where I, like, I want to have boys. Because if I had a girl, I couldn't, like, saying that because of the way that guys nowadays treat women yeah it's it's 
poorly. It's it's like it's just bad. Like just flat out mean, bad. Like the things that they do, the things you see on social media that they do to them. Yeah. Like I mean, it just worries me. Like I mean, like I don't want to be a thirty-eight year old man and uh, having a like a thirteen, fourteen year old daughter and her having to sit up in the room and her like. Exposing herself to some boy that she might not ever see again, right? Because like, I mean, like, once that gets out there, yeah. And uh, let me tell you, I mean, you know this, and Sarah knows this. What I'm blown away by how many young girls are being convinced to send pictures of themselves, yeah, uh, I mean, or maybe not even convinced. Maybe they just willingly do it, but they're thinking, "Hey, this is just between me, the you, girl, yeah. and you." And those girls are so foolish because. Within minutes, that picture is then forwarded on to about 10 other guys, and this little girl has been exposed, and what is her future like with that her, kind of her exposure? Her life is ruined. Like, I Potentially remember, ruined, yes. Like, I mean, I remember reading a story, um, in an article uh, a couple, like, last year, this girl um, sent uh, pictures of herself to a guy. She was in college, and um, the guy, like, screenshotted him. And uh, sent him out to all his fraternity brothers. Yeah, she was kicked out of school. Yeah, I'm and sure. She Potentially, was, like if someone at work like looks up your name to hire you, then that could be out there, and like you could not get jobs or like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean it's it's exactly like that. I mean like it's it's to the point where like it's that you leave such a uh, what's it called like a like a footprint, like a web footprint. Yeah. Yeah. But what's so scary, as again, as the parent, is so much you guys are doing we don't know about. And it's even parents who, you know, lock down and think they have control. And yet there are ways, there are back doors, there are ways behind it all. So just for example, um, recently I learned that there were like back doors to Snapchat. And you can have private little Snapchat areas. And I'm sure that happens all over. What are some things parents need to know? What don't we know? Fill us in. Come on. You two, tell us. I mean, like, it's, there's ways. There's always going to be ways. There's always going to be a way to get to, to hide stuff, to get stuff, like, to where parents can't see it. Because, I mean, when a, when a person does something, they're not, like, that instant, they're not worried about, ooh, is my mom going to see this? They're like, yeah. oh, cool, this is, this is awesome. But when the fact, like, I remember my mom, like, um, what was my mom? It was, uh, I had a friend's mom that uh, said, let me check your your phone she goes okay she swipes up on the like the home page and swipes over so there's a my eyes only thing yeah. in her snapchat and she goes what's the password and she goes um so she types it in told her and there was so much stuff on there mm-hmm. like i mean like that's just where like people think like, oh i can hide stuff in here parents don't know about that but i mean parents i think they're smart no they're evolving we parents are evolving? evolving. That's a nice compliment. As the, as, as the years are going by, like, I remember, like, um, last year, my mom, like, didn't even know what Snapchat was. <laughs> like, she didn't even know what anything was. Yeah. Like, I mean, she didn't even know what, like, like vapes and stuff were. Well, like, because so much of it, though, is, think about it. She's too old for that, yeah, hope, for most sure. likely. Yeah. And but then you guys are just coming into that. Yeah, so until you sure. need to know. So that's what I'm thinking. That's why I want to do this for these young parents are going, we're probably freaking these parents out, right? They've got toddlers and they're probably yeah, yeah. going, we're never letting them go to be teenagers. Yeah. We've just, I'm terrified. Stay young forever. But I think the lesson is stay in technology. Keep 
what's going know what's going on if you don't have teenagers get to know people who have teenagers so that you can learn so that you can always kind of stay ahead of them with technology and have somebody close to you who can do that again not to be busting your kids but we know the damage of porn addiction we know the damage of vaping or drugs or because there is something about being older and wiser we can see where that might lead so we're wanting it is truly a protection and that's our motivation. So, how, you know, we want to keep parents, we want to keep parents aware of what's going on. What's anything else? Before we close, y'all have been great. These have been some, I think, good, fascinating things for young mamas. We've, like I said, we probably terrified them. What's some encouraging word for parents? What are you so thankful for about your parents? That she's like, that no matter how much trouble I get into, it's going to be okay. Because she's like, she, she loves me no matter what she I do. She does. It's, it's, it's the point where, like, it's just, like, I could, like, I could, like, just do something horrific, and she just, she would love me constantly. Does that make you feel like, well, yeah, I can try that because there's no, no punishment, no. or does it make you respect her more, or what's the feeling that goes with that? I mean, like, I have some friends that their parents just don't care. Right. I mean, I, I, right. Love, I love the fact that I have boundaries. Good. That I have uh, rules to follow. Yeah. That I have... Someone who cares where I am and yes. cares what I'm doing. Yeah. Because if like I didn't have if my mom didn't know didn't care or didn't know where I was going, I'd be running wild. Yeah. I'm sure. But like So I just, love that. I appreciate you saying that because I think so many times it goes back to that friend thing. Kids need boundaries. You don't have to be a drill sergeant, but we, we all are we're meant for that. It's like this brand new puppy over here. Man, she doesn't like it, but I know when we give her these boundaries, she's going to be so much better for it because she's going to know how then to fit in in this society, this little space of a family. And that's what we're helping you do because you won't be with us forever. You're going to go and be a grown man and have your own life. And like I leave in like a year and a half. No, don't say that. Oh, on, don't say that. All right, Sarah. I'm thankful that my parents will love me unconditionally. You're so spazzy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to just say same, same, Alex, same, same. Well, his mom and your mom are sisters, so you would think it would be same, same. Yeah. You're right. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. I love hearing what um, this age group has to say. I learn so much every time. It To me, it's probably one of the most motivating things for me to stay involved in my kids' lives. And that is one of the biggest dangers. When your kids get to be teenagers... It is so tempting to just go hands off because you're exhausted from all those young years. But I say it all the time. Those young years might be physically exhausting, but these teenage years can be emotionally exhausting. So stay with it. And I promise you, we are going to have these grown-ups who are so well-adjusted, who know they are loved, and who are able to freely love. I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Have you ever been stuck on how to bring your lessons to life? I discovered KiwiCo monthly subscriptions of hands-on projects that make learning fun. Their core offering is projects that make learning about STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math accessible and are designed to spark creativity, tinkering, and learning. Some recent favorites are the Slime Lab, Physics Carnival, and Paper Circuits. Kiwi Crate was founded by engineer and mom of three, Sandra Olin and her deep desire to raise kids with the creative confidence needed to become the next generation of problem solvers and critical thinkers. I couldn't agree more with her mission, and I'm excited to offer you a chance to try them for free. 
to learn more about their projects for kids ages 2 to 16 and to redeem this exclusive offer, visit kiwico.com forward slash homeschool. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com forward slash homeschool to get your first month free today. Just pay $4.95 for shipping. Listening to the real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.